amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. 
you and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threets. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages, happy Sunday, and welcome to Southern Liberty. Appreciate everybody tuning in this evening, giving us an hour of your time. Shout out to everybody that's participating in the live chat that's looking on the outside on the outside looking in. Bring your behind on up in here and have the discussion with us. People in the chat don't bite. I want to give a shout out to everybody in uh South Florida that's listening, Hendry County, Lee County, Collier County, Palm Beach County, Dade County, Citrus County, Okeechobee County. Appreciate y'all. DeSoto County, appreciate y'all one hundred percent listening. And I can't forget about my folks in Charlotte County either. Uh those of you out in the Beehive State, good old Utah, appreciate y'all listening on public radio also in Salt Lake County, Davis County, Weber County, Juwab County, and Washington County. Appreciate y'all. Um this evening, um we 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 gonna we gonna come right at you. We're gonna come at you smash mouth. Cause you know how we do on Sundays. People want to hear that raw talk, that real talk, and that's what we you already know how I do on this microphone. And you know, you you, you already know. You seen the intro coming in. I got I have my homegirl back. You know, California congressional candidate. You know what I'm saying, Massage Smith. She is in the building, and we we just we we gonna get to it. This ain't a safe space. This ain't a place to bring your feelings. This this, this ain't this, this ain't any of that. Buckle up. Yeah, buckle up, Buttercup, because um, you're about to go on a ride on the Matadorn and all those other type of rides. All right. So let me go ahead and introduce my my lovely, uh, my, my, my new special guest here. Not new, old, but kind of special guest, but she's real special to me. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Like, she, she's my home girl, Ms. Asha Smith. What's going on, girl? What's going on? And I want to say everybody down there in Florida, you got a great person, Mr. Rob, Mr. Man of Justice, helping out. You guys are all in my prayers. I pray for everybody's safety during that time. So gotta let gotta let you know this Cali girl was thinking and praying for you. I greatly appreciate it. I, I wanna I, I wanna say something real quick before we get into the whole thing, right? My right. My, my folks in, in Lee, Collier, DeSoto, Charlotte County, Polk County, Orange County. Right? Come on. The, 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 let me tell you something. Don't let these folks fool you. These folks still need help. Yep. These folks still need a lot of help down here. Don't think it's because it's not in the news cycle that they do not need help. Okay. And, and, and Miss Aja brought up something to me right right before we, we, we jumped on here that, that, mm-hmm. that made me reflect on something, right? People from Katrina are still yes. trying to get claims from the federal government from FEMA. Yep. Right? And, and, and Katrina was what was what was a devastator. Horrible. Right? I had cousins that got that got affected and they took her and one cousin took her a long time just to get her insurance money. Yeah. And, and the and the and here's the thing, right? The, these people are struggling to to get any type of support from the federal government, right? 
Right. And what, what what support they're going to get is very little to minimal compared to the cost that they have already accrued. Right. On top of that. Right. Now, the insurance, the insurance companies are coming in and, and doing their thing. Right. But people, we have to remember, we are dealing with record high inflation. Yes. Right. Right. These people are not millionaires. These people are not even in the top 10 percent in these areas that are damaged. Right. And we got people coming down here to Southwest Florida, uh, 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 price gouging people. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, you know, coming down here and doing all these nefarious things and duping these people. Right. You you have. Let me tell you something. We, we're again, we were out there after the show Friday night. We, we went straight out from here, straight out there. Like we got out there like four in the morning. And mm-hmm. I, no sleep. Some of us didn't have no sleep. We get out there and started demoing houses. Um, and let me tell you something. There, there was guys running around there, nowhere to lie, running around there. I'm not going to put nobody's business out there. You know, you know what I'm saying. Um, but there was guys out there, demolition crews, quote unquote demolition crews, that were charging people eight to nine grand wow. to demolish their house. That's horrible. And I'm like, what? Why? Are you kidding me? Because it's come on, people. Here's the thing: you, we already know people will take advantage of a crisis, right? And these people are already, already struggling. They're they already struggling, and they, they lost they, everything. everything. Yeah, they lost everything. They're already so, struggling, and you could probably have minimal jobs, fixed income. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we we we've been ripping them down for free. We don't. We. I mean, my my boys have already rented the equipment. Where it's like, we're just going to do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not the fact of that out of the goodness of our hearts. It's not even that, right? It's being, it, it, you know, it, it's serving others, right? And we're kind of going to yeah. touch on some of that here uh, during this show. It's for yourself. Yeah, exactly. It, we, we, we stop being a service to each other. And doing mm-hmm. things for each other for 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 uh, for no cost. People want to do things for 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 infamy and, and all these different things and for clout and all this stuff. And at the end of the day, it does not matter because no. if you're doing it just for clout, doing it doing it for uh, reasons other than being a being a good human being and servicing others when they are in need, all of your works <laughs> fall fall on nothing, fall on no foundation. And we'll, we'll touch on that too. It's Sunday, so I got a little to say on that one. Yeah, one hundred percent. But you, you know, right. And again, I'm, I'm going to say this again. Also, right. Again, my, our folks down here in South Florida, they're going to need help in so many different ways. This which way in the third. And I'm glad Ron DeSantis put out the bulletin yesterday, uh, yesterday, yesterday morning that he he is asking he he's he's giving some sort of uh, deals or whatever to the contractors to come down to Southwest Florida to help rebuild. Because here's the thing: before we know it, listen, hurricane season is not over until December. Correct. Okay. And then, and then after, I mean, we're looking at what another nine months where hurricane start, hurricane season starts again. Like, we we have to be mindful of that and be able to get these people back in into their homes or give them some sort of you know some sort shelter. of safety shelter something of that regard, right? Um, when, when it when, when it comes to this, right? And, and, and it's the same trend, right? Appalachia, Kentucky, same way. These people are still sleeping on the ground on tents up in Appalachia, Kentucky. People in Paducah, Kentucky still have not recovered from that damn tornado. There are still houses that still need to be torn down and rebuilt. But everybody's ignoring these natural disasters. 
But guess what? We can give Ukraine billions of dollars every damn week funding the Nazi military. Mm. Come on now. We, we, we can give Ukraine... Oh, oh man, we, we about to touch on some stuff today. Mm. We, we about to have some real church. We can give Ukraine <laughs> billions and billions of dollars every week, every month, where that money needs to be shifted to Florida, um, those in Florida, the Appalachian Mountains, um, Jackson, Mississippi, without no water. But we're giving billions. Billions. Any of the Ukrainian people coming over here helping us? Any other country comes over here and helps us? So you got to think about that when you go out and vote in November. I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, whatever. You you got to start. You got to start thinking about that. Yeah. One freaking hundred percent. So I, I, I want to go out to your homestead just for, for all the new listeners, Miss Aja. Let everybody know what district you're running in, what 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 flag you waving, and, and all that good stuff out there in California. Let the good folk know about you. Well, my name is Aja Smith. <laughs> I had to laugh on the flag part. <laughs> so I'm like, wait a minute, you start to start something here, but I yeah. I'm a congressional candidate. Um, District 39 now because I got gerrymandered. Uh, they relined um, California districts because we lost a congressional seat. Same area, same um, crony opponent, Mark DeConnell, that I have. So he, he's still in the mix. But um, I've been in this fight for a very long time. I started my local politics, um, helped with uh, investigations here on my local level. We even had the FBI come down, break City Hall, the IRS. So when it comes to local level, state and federal, I'm pretty well versed. I worked for the federal government for 15 years. I served in the United States Air Force honorably. Um, I deployed as well to the Middle East. And so it's just one of those fights where I want to fight for our constitutional Republican liberty and equally apply it, especially with the uh, cap, with the free market system. I am a uh, Mrs. follower, Ron Rand Paul follower, Ludwig Van Miss, um, um, not Ludwig, uh, Milton Friedman. So when it comes to economics and policies, when it comes to foreign affairs, I'm pretty well versed in it. I had a great military career which I said it really shaped me into the person that I am today, um, where I started to notice how the federal government works because I worked for the federal government and I was very involved in my local government for a very long time. Um, I actually joined the military after 9-11 because I wanted to fight um, for the war on terrorism and carry on my family's legacy of being big military members, especially for the Air Force. So you can go to my website, Aja, A-J-A Smith, S-M-I-T-H, 4 Congress.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can Google my name, too. I come up. Google it. Google it, buddy. Google it. What the Google is. So when um, it comes to government, I know a lot about the government. The, the government. G-U-B mint. The government. Especially on the federal level. But we're going to talk about local politics today because I think people are missing the mark what happened in L.A. 
Yeah, come on. Yeah, let's talk about let, let, let let's talk about that cuz I that that's one of the things I've been I've been hot on, boy. I'll be Let me tell you, if I had known they were doing that that day, I would have packed my bags the night before, stayed at my aunt's house, and went to City Hall and participated. That's how crazy I am. Mm. I love that because it showed the people, the people, we the people rising up to local government. Yep. Everybody's so focused on January 6th, January 6th. I'm going to tell you what happened at L.A. City Hall last week, (laughs) where a lot of things are going to start coming out of it. That's where you need to pay attention how L.A. rolls up because of those um, remarks by um, those three council members who got caught. Okay, they got caught. It doesn't mean... Um, that the other ones and other players, commissioners, and even probably the sheriff all think that way. They just got caught. Uh, uh, you, you know what? Here's the thing, right? They got caught. Here's the thing, right? And, and, and you know, one of the biggest things I preach is about equal application of principle. Correct. You know, and, and I'm just saying, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, you know, all, all, all these young, young, younger folk that's getting to the political sphere are always pointing out, oh, look, the Democrats are the racist. They started the KKK. And oh, that, that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. all, all, all of that, all of that, um, how I say it, basic bitch shit. Okay, right? the basic I call it elementary shit. checkers. <laughs> but, you know, and historically, yes, that's correct. But, you know, you have to move on past that talking point, right? But here's the thing, right? As much as the, uh, the, 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 the Democrats always want to point at, you know, Republicans, especially melanated Republicans, right? And, and, and call them, oh, you're siding with white supremacists. But literally, y- you guys had a person in ultimate power in L.A. Sit right here and call one a uh, 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 called that one little girl, little Latina girl, then turned around, called a gay couple's son a token and a monkey, a monkey, right? A uh, yeah, and a tootsie roll. And I'm sitting here like, it was cool. And, 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 and you, you know, no, it was even worse. No, it was even worse. Karen Bass had no venom for that, zero. No. She's like, well, you know, we got to, it starts us over. No, bitch, stop. Because we know damn well how much venom she had at that podium, at the, at that dais for Donald Trump when they thought the, uh, the whole thing about the, uh, 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 the fine people on both sides comment. She had all that venom, but she can't go after a person that's sitting in power in the city she's going to be mayor in, and she can't speak up to that same venom. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. If people are paying attention, like you said, when people rose up on a local government there, if people are really paying attention to Karen Bass's statement, they're not going to elect her. Because in her little statement, she kind of is like, yeah, you know, well, it is a problem. No, uh-uh. It's Equally been a problem. The same you energy. started the problem and you allowed the problem. And my question is to former Congresswoman Karen Bass, did you um, give back any of that campaign money? Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you did you and your people around you like Maxine Waters, Karen Bass and all of them? Did you give any campaign money back? Mm. 
Did I, I don't even think mm. I even saw a letter where she said I'm rescinding my endorsements from these people. And, and that shows you mm. right that shows you right there. I know local politics is supposed to be nonpartisan, technically, by the book, on writing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you you have a former congresswoman for years who said, like you said, said how Trump is racist, Republicans are racist, these people are racist, this and this and and that, and Maxine Waters down there um, inciting violence. All these people running the same clique. Karen Karen Bass knew how they felt about black people. Hmm. She was probably in some of those rooms where she didn't get caught. I was waiting for somebody to have some tapes and say, hey, we heard this where you were talking about black people too or in the same room didn't stick up for your own folks. Mm. And I caution and I say this all the time, not all skin folk are kin folk. Hey, huh? <laughs> Holla. I saw that's something. Not all skin folk are kin folk and not everybody in your own party are aligned with you either. Huh? So just because they're all Democrats doesn't mean that they all get along. It's about power. Yep. Same thing with the Republican Party. Don't get me wrong. I oh, call no, we can get started on that either. Mm. I, I, I call them out, too. I said, just because I'm a black Republican don't mean I agree with Candace Owens. But you know what? Okay. Hold, hold, hold. I'm a sidebar. I'm a sidebar that a second. Hold your thought. Let me tell you something. That that movie Candace Owens just did, that greatest lie ever uh, ever sold. Let me tell you something. And you know how I feel about Candace Owens, especially when it comes yeah. to the First and Fourth Amendment. But I'm telling you, this child brought the freaking. She brought the whole motherfucking furnace on this one. She brought the whole furnace. I'm like, she burnt the house down. This child sat here, like, and I give her some props on this one. I give her some okay. mad props on this one. Like, okay. she redeemed herself with me a little bit. Because she, uh, I'm telling you, if y'all have not watched that yet, on the and on the Daily Wire. But now guess what? Now guess what? The IRS is digging into Blexit. Mm, yeah, right. And that, that, well, here's the thing. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I I have my own issues with her from from day one. Okay, I I'm like you're you're getting too up there. The things that you said, I, I I just can't rock with you. But at the same time, we all know what BLM has done and still doing because one of the head people of the organizations, mm-hmm. she bought a ten million dollar home in L.A. Mm-hmm. Ten million dollars could have opened up a STEM program for mm-hmm. a lot of young black um, young men and women and Latino kids and and, and community centers. Ten mm-hmm. million, mm-hmm. maybe some after school programs and and that's why when I say you know be careful where you get your money to because yeah. especially with these um, organizations that are nonprofit. Look and ask for their finances and how much salary they are giving themselves versus putting money back into the community. Homeless nonprofits are the biggest scams. Uh, ain't that the truth? And I, and, and I did this about two or three years ago where I was researching it. 
on how the all this money, federal money, state money, and everything go to these homeless programs. But L.A. is the largest. Actually, California and L.A., we are the largest homeless population in the United States. And L.A., largest homeless, homeless population demographic is, guess what, 50% black. Yes, that is correct. So you're BLM, and you bought a $10 million house. You got to, and I go to L.A. I was born in L.A. I still got family in L.A., so I go out there periodically. I got to drive through so much in homeless encampments and everything on the side of the freeway and the 101, the 110, go through Compton, go through Watts. And I'm like, how are you going to have a $10 million home, and you got to drive through all this with a clear conscience? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a clear conscience. Yep. And going back to Karen Bass, Nuri yep. Martinez, um, Kevin, his name is actually Kevin Leon, but he put day to sound more ethnic to get voted. Mm-hmm. And the other guy, Herrera, that's only one, that's, and that tape was a year old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that the question is, how, what policies or what resolutions and measures have they passed as being members, elected members of the Los Angeles City Council that have hurt melanated people. Well, here's the thing. I watched it uh, when it first started. I turned it on my local news. I said, ooh, woo, woo, this is, this is heated. I watched it from the beginning to the end that day and what people miss. And I tweeted this, and I think I even made a comment on um, one of Sonny's posts, and I said something else, too. People missed the key issue was the redistricting investigation because see California has a fair map act and then we you know to make it fair for redistricting aka gerrymandering and so by their comment saying this that really opens up where people in the audience were saying we need to open up an investigation, which they're doing it, and also open up the investigation for the Voting Rights Act for federal and California state, because how they drew the lines, did it impact or and decrease money, local, state, and federal money for predominantly black communities, even school resources. So it's, and I'm not saying that the racial remarks is not a big issue, but the bigger picture issue is the violation of the redistricting process that we have here in California and federal. And and it disenfranchised the African-American community down there. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing, right? Because here's the thing, right? When we're talking about that whole redistricting and whole, that whole nine yards, right? And, and we, we, we know how there's a certain segment of people in our country that talks about, you know, people have inherent bias, right? You know, they're, right. they're in you know, the inherent bias of racism, right? Well, again, right? Let's go back. Nuri Martinez and her crew um, said it out loud and was caught on tape, right? It, it, they said it out loud, got caught on tape. Right. Right. Now we need to go back and see how much influence they had in redistricting. Right. Wait, wasn't it the uh, it wasn't it the L.A. Wait, no, that's L.A. That's Los Angeles County Commissioner that's trying to take away the sheriff position. Right. No. Yeah. That, that was the county. Right. That's the county. Right. Okay. So that's all. That's a whole different ball of wax. But oh, what 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 policies or how much influence did they have in the redistricting of the city of Los Angeles? 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. How much well, influence did that have? If you listen, and I don't know if it may be on YouTube or anything, but you have a lot of um, the Latino community coming up and saying, how dare you say this about our African brothers and sisters? Yep. So there was a great um, alliance and, and, and a great saying, you know, one guy went up there, he was a Hispanic man. He said, you know what? He said, I always wonder why... Um, a lot of black contractors were not getting jobs in the contracts. I was wondering why when you have um, city projects, there's hardly any black men out there working. Now we see why. Mm. So we have job discrimination, mm. too, and contract discrimination. Mm. Hey, can, can I say and it? This can is I... where, and this is where I'm going to talk about my party. You can't tell me systemic racism doesn't exist. Um, um, you, you, you know, um, can, can you I can't say it? Can systemic I, racism because it happens. It has happened right now. Can, can I, can I, can I, can I say it? Can I Come say on. it? Come on. <laughs> this is a possible all your pundits get on Fox News. I'm going to call them out. Leo Terrell. Systemic racism doesn't exist, dude. It just happened in L.A. Hello. That's where you live. Hello. You can't tell me it doesn't happen and still today. Redlining. Violations of Voting Rights Act. Um, the the violation of uh, the map. You know, the map uh, is called, well, the Verter's First Act. And then you have the... Um, the whole entire uh, California Fair Map Act, federal and state and local. You can't tell me systemic racism doesn't exist today. Yeah, yeah and you know what? And and, and that and, you know for for a lot of, you know, uh, uh, for for well, let's say it like this, right? Because we have to differentiate differentiate the two, right? Republicans as a whole, they deny it, right? Mm-hmm. Now I will tell you this. A lot of conservatives and liberty-minded people that listen to this show, I can honestly say they all understand there is systemic racism and they know exactly where it comes from because I have explained where it comes from. Where Where is the focal point of you know where it's at? It's not these little nitpicky little things here, there, this, that, and the third. These things exist. Right. But while these people out here on the other side to say, no, it's the white people and the systemic racism. When I'm sorry, I'm a, let's call a spade a spade. It is the people that are hollering this are the same people that are in cahoots with the people that are doing it. Right. 
They are in cahoots with the people doing it. And you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the Democrats. They yeah. do it all the time on the sneaky, on the sly. Right? They use policy. They use law. Right? In the, yeah. in, 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 in the name of, oh, we're going to try to protect this. Right? And, and I'm going to sidebar real quick. Right? I'm going to sidebar real quick. I, I think I mentioned this on Friday. But if I didn't, um, y'all going y'all gonna to get a little piece of my mind. Right? Um, we, I was in a debate. Right? Because you guys in California just passed the Crown Act. Yep. Right. Y'all just passed the Crown Act, right? Yep. And the Crown Act is to protect, quote unquote, hairstyles, right? Hairstyles, right? That are um, uh, 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 for that that that, that have to stop discrimination, et cetera, et cetera, right? Correct. And I looked at that Crown Act, looked at it, and I'm sitting here like, okay, what does this Crown Act even mean? Right, because I mean, let, let let's 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 really dive into that a second, right? And this is where the systemic racism comes into play, right, y'all? Uh, we're gonna call it all the way out, right? If a hairstyle like box braids, et cetera, et cetera, right, right. is introduced into a country's culture that is already multicultural, because we're not homogenous, we are multicultural. Right. So there is no American culture. Right. There shouldn't be any discrimination per Title seven of the Civil Rights Act. Right. Because you, you cannot be discriminated for employment due to race, creed or national origin. Where were you born? You were born in the United States. Oh, you're wearing a hairstyle box braids. Well, we don't have a defined culture. Right. So I guess we insert that into Amer- into our multicultural American culture. See what I did there? But see, I can even take a far back if we're going to have on. a history lesson because my grandmother's from Louisiana and I learned a lot of that history. Mm-hmm. You can go back to the late 1700s talking about how black women were subjected to the Tignan law. Yep. Yep. Where they have to wear their hair up and covered going out in public. Right. That's correct. That's correct. But, the, but, the, but that's the thing with the Crown Act for me, right? Because right. the Crown Act is a farce. Because the Crown Act, it, Crown Act is literally Title Seven. It's literally what it is. That, that That's it. But again, right, they create these policies where it creates a, a, a racial undertone. Right. When, when it comes to a lot of these issues. Right. I mean, even going to, let's say, the gun control debate. Right. We've talked about that. We've beat that. We, we, we beat that down to a bloody pulp. Gun control is literally racist it is. on its face. But they're like, no, no, right? We have we have fellow skin folk. Well, we got to get the guns, the ARs out of the white people's hands because they're doing mass shootings. So I'm like, you do understand you're contributing to what you're fighting against. Exactly. The red flag laws. Right. You have some on the right who are for the red flag laws. It's like, no. Now that if I don't like my neighbor and I know he has guns, I can call and say, oh, he has guns and he's crazy. He's a 5150 schizophrenic, bipolar, hot mess, Jeffrey Dahmer. And he, him and I just don't agree because of the dang on trash cans. Guess what? Yep. Guess what? And that happened. Uh, then they go confiscate his guns because I just have a disagreement with the trash cans. But that happened. I think it was in Oregon. It was in or Oregon. Washington. Yep. Was, yeah. And no, no, no. It was. Shot. 
It was Washington. It was Washington. Yep. Washington. It was Southwest and the Washington. And old man got shot because his yep. neighbor, him and his neighbors didn't like each other. Yep. He got yep. shot and killed. Yep. And that that it that, that the whole thing, right? And, and, and the thing is, and, and, and then I try to explain this to melanated folk, right? And I'm like, I'm sitting here, like, you do understand, red, you know, like it's like we said, red flag and all this gun control, right? Is gonna further not only further hinder melanated folks because most melanated folks live in cities where mm-hmm. the gun restrictions are already obscene. You're going to want you want to advocate to put more restrictions on yourself to protect yourself, right? And you your are, family and your business and your home and and everything else. Right. So so you know what I'm saying? So we're sitting here we're looking at and when you try to explain this to people it's like you are further disarming yourself to the point where you are defenseless. The folk in the countryside ain't your worry. It's the police oh. force you're talking about that is oppressive against you and you want to disarm yourself against that police force. Stop playing with me. Well, when we're talking about the systemic racism issue. Well, I take it further back when I hear folks here in California, oh, yeah, we need to stop guns. And and I'm like, wait a minute. Don't y'all realize what happened with the Mulfer Act with the Black Panthers? Mm, They don't know. They they don't know. I I always bring that and tweet that here and so often. And I'm like, you're always saying, well, systemic, but you're voting for it. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. You're voting for it at the local and state level. Yep. You're voting for the same people involved. Yes, it was Ronald Reagan. He was the governor at the time. But now you're voting for Karen Bass. You're voting for Maxine Waters. Mm. Or all these other ones that are implementing and making it harder. But you still want to blame Republicans and the white man and everybody else. But I'm like, but you're voting for that same law on your side. Yeah. And, 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 and I wouldn't put it past Karen Bass. I wouldn't put it past her to invoke some sort of uh, 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 ordinance within the city that you cannot carry what they call an assault rifle. I wouldn't put it past her because the federal government has already given the cities the power to do that. And the sheriff, you know, giving more sheriffs and more... Um leeway where i you know i i can say with my sheriff chad bianco out here he is a staunch second amendment person he was even during lockdown he said i am not gonna police nobody if they're wearing a mask or not i got bigger fish to fry in my county where and when you get a type of sheriff like that like okay i'm not gonna have my sheriffs and and officers going around and be the mass police because we got other issues that we need to concentrate on. So I'm not doing that. But you got to ask your sheriff, your um, police chief, you got to start paying attention on who they're associating with, how they feel, and everything else. You can't always rely on federal elections. I see this on the both sides constantly. You can't wait every four years to get involved in both. Midterms are the worst time for any election because nobody gets out there to vote. It's the most low voter turnout always in po- in politics, in political theater, because everybody waits for the federal government to have an election and thinking that's going to be the savior of the country. No, it is your local level 
the government closest to you. Tip O'Neill said all politics are local. Sure and, what LA, and what L.A. Just, just, just did shows many citizens, hundreds. Um, I don't know if you know Jennifer from Red State. She was down there. Yeah, I know and, Jennifer. And, yep, and she, she was like, man, I said... I would have spent the night at my aunt's house and went down there, but I didn't know what was going on that day. And she said, it's deep. People were all outside blocks. It was deep. It was deep. And that showed how people woke up and said, F this, we're going to force these people out. But here's the thing that interested me with Nuri Martinez. After they did the video or the audio of her saying that about black people. Mm-hmm. She didn't resign until no. they found audio when she started talking about the Jewish community. Yep. They're that's resigned. right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. She started talking about Jewish folk and that was it. But what's, what's right. Here's the thing, right? Here's what's funny about this, right? But you, but, but, but they, the they thing, can, but they, it was on the same massages. They can talk about melanated folk all day long. Nobody day. gives a damn about melanated Nobody folk what they shit. feel. But you go talk about Jewish folk. Oh, they want to. They want to. They want to scramble. Oh snap! We got to get. We. She's got to resign now. And it's like she should have resigned when the tape came out, and they should have forced her to resign when that tape came out. But they waited two sure. days later when the Jewish two comment days. came out. Two days. What? You can. You can call. You can call melanated folk anything you want. But when you when you start crossing that line, look what's going on with Kanye. I'm like, wow. But you know they what? Closed, they closed his bank account. I said, well, shit. But but you know what though? Here's the thing, right? I ain't gonna get a Kanye thing, but I, I'm gonna I'm I'm just I'm just saying, right? This shows you, right? This shows you. First of all, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not saying that Kanye's anti-Semitic. I would never say that, right? No, no I don't no. think that. I, personally, I don't think that comment was anti-Semitic, right? Because people conflated what he said, right? He didn't say deaf. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Com three, he said. Death com three, death con three, whole different story. That comes from another uh, a context from one of his songs, and I had to realize that when he said that. Right now, with that being said, it goes to show you how this country one wants to protect Jews, but still put them in a box and demonize them after the fact. Yes, this is the trend. Of our government, of our country. Let's let's keep this all the way real, right? 
You don't talk about Jewish folk, right? You you don't talk about Jewish folk. You're going to get your shit shut down. At the same time, you have a government, right? You have a government that is all down for BDS. What? Come on. Come on. What? Come on. Come on. <laughs> we got to go to break. We got to do the thing. So when we come back, uh, we're going to talk some more Miss Asha Smith. We're going to talk some more national politics. Um, yes. So y'all sit back, do the thing, cheese, wine, and crackers. We'll cheese, see you back. That's right. That's right. We'll see y'all back here in, in full here on Southern Liberty. I'm Joe Chiro, Fox News. A new Fox News poll is out with disappointing numbers for President Biden after he raised eyebrows last week with a comment in Oregon. While eating ice cream in Portland, President Biden said, quote, the economy is strong as hell. In that new Fox News poll, the majority of voters think they're doing worse than they were two years ago. And about 51 percent, to be exact, say they're doing worse than they were financially than they were before President Biden took office. Only 15 percent said it was better. 33 percent said it was the same. Only 35 percent approve of how he's handling the economy. Only 29 percent approve of how he's handling inflation. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson. Pro-Russian authorities are blaming Ukraine for a missile attack that seriously damaged the mayor's office in Donetsk, a key Ukrainian city controlled by separatists. This as Russia continues to struggle against Ukrainian forces even after it mobilized reservists to bolster its advances. Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S. Oksana Markarova tells CBS's face the nation, the comments from Russian President Putin need to be taken with a grain of salt. We should be prepared for everything, and it's actually irrelevant by, at this point what he says, because uh, this uh, uh, partial mobilization has been a big failure. Many Russians scrambled to purchase airfare to flee their country. Officials in Harris County, Texas, say a child is dead after being stabbed by her mother at a park in Tomball. This woman spoke to Houston's Fox 26's KRIV-TV at the park. To know that something in our neighborhood happens in such a horrible situation and that mom was in her head thinking that this is what she has to do do? That's... I, I can't comprehend that. The incident is under investigation. America is listening to Fox News. President Biden issues an executive order designed to reduce prescription drug costs. The executive order gives the Department of Health and Human Services 90 days to explain how it will use new models of care and payment to cut drug costs. It comes as inflation is on the rise, driven by food, rent, and health care prices. Thursday's consumer price numbers showed a more than 8% increase for the 12 months ending in September, and they're growing at their fastest rate since 1981. The executive order also follows the August signing of the $430 billion Inflation Reduction Act, which authorizes the federal government to negotiate prices on some prescription drugs and cap costs for Medicare. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Car thieves are using cloned key fobs to steal new muscle cars from factory lots and dealer showrooms, only to be sold on the street for tens of thousands of dollars less than they're worth. A federal complaint says that muscle cars, SUVs, and pickups worth from 50000 to more than one hundred. 
100000 are sold on the street for just 3500 to $15,000. The popular Halloween Happy Meals make a return this week at McDonald's. Perhaps it's nostalgia, perhaps they're just cool. Happy Meal Boo Buckets are back at McDonald's. For the first time in six years, the buckets, a pumpkin, a witch, and a ghost named McPunkin, McGoblin, and McBoo, respectively. Returning to restaurants nationwide on Tuesday. What do you put in your McDonald's Halloween pumpkins? Booty and McBoo, matey. Carrots and McGoblin. Golden McPunkin, partner. The original McDonald's McPunkin ad, they were first introduced in 1986. The Halloween Happy Meal buckets double as reusable trick-or-treating containers or jack-o'-lanterns. McDonald's also recently announcing it's catering to adults with new adult Happy Meals. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. And I'm Joe Chiro, Fox News. Sorry about that. A little bit of technical difficulties there, people. I don't know what was actually <laughs> what was going on there. Everything just went blank. But anyway, I'm just, I'm hey, just sitting chilling. Hey, it it is what it is. I appreciate y'all uh, coming through as always for the second half. Um, we're we're, we're talking with Mazaja Smith. We doing we're yes. talking the things, the national politics, all that good stuff. Um. I got a good question for you. Come on. <laughs> uh, I might have a good answer. Uh, okay, let, let's go with it. Um, Virginia Democrat um, re, is not going to reintroduce a bill that criminalizes parents that, does, that do not affirm gender identity. You know, I read some about that. Is that the bill where... If you don't do what your five-year-old says, you can you can be criminalized. If your five-year-old identifies Correct. a dog or cat or whatever, all of that. Yep, all of yeah. that whole thing. Yep, all of that. I know Canada was doing that. Canada was doing that. They they were fining and and criminalizing parents up in Canada. I, I, you know, you know, when I see that, I'm like, there, there's a big agenda going on here. I'll tell you a little story about me. My mom, my mom, my mom reminded me of this when I was about four years old. Um, I got my first cat. I had a Siamese cat named Mr. Tids. Named him after Sidney Portier. He did the night. And so this cat was my best friend growing up. I had that cat since he died when I was in high school. That's how old he was. But I thought, my mom said, don't you remember how you identified as a cat for a long time? <laughs> and she brought out the pictures. I, I, will, I will walk like the cat, act like the cat. 
I'll pretend to eat like the cat. Everything this cat did. But I did I turn into a cat? Did did, did my mom say, well, maybe Meow. she's a cat. Meow. And I used to do that. And and my mom said, you worked our nerves so bad, but you grew out of it. And, and I'm not saying, you know, I'm not trying to be facetious, but, you know, I, I grew up with people, you know, other girls who were more tomboys and they grew out of it and they're married, have families. Um, I was, I won't say I was a tomboy tomboy, but... I could check the oil in my car and change the toilet seat and a light bulb. Um, I could do some handiwork too. But you, you, you know, when when it comes to this, your your if you if you if your kid comes home or the teacher says, well, they're this gender and that gender, where does the buck stop here? And you're going to criminalize parents if they don't adhere to this demand. They don't adhere to this demand. And it's to a point where you got to kind of blame these doctors and psychiatrists and hold them accountable because they're making money off of it. The pharmaceutical companies, they're making money off of this. You got to go after them too. Not only with the parents, but these parents need to start going after whoever is now new clinical gender psychologist and start suing them. You you know what I mean? It, it, you know I have been watching it's, that carefully, it's, and it's you kind of have you know like these parents are taking these kids, especially girls, and and doing these mastectomies and and all of this stuff. And I'm like, why are we going after these doctors that are doing this for medical malpractice? Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. For that medical makes sense. practice. You know, it's one thing, say, well, I need my kid to be... No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not performing that. I'm not performing that. It should be medical malpractice. Because you're just making extra $1,000 to do this to a child. Now, if that child turns 18, they decide to do this, okay, they're an adult. But you're doing this to little kids. But I have my own theory on this parental right thing, but I'll let you take it over right now. Here, here's my thing, right? Without getting into the deep, deep details, right? They, they, they've already told us that, you know, our children are not our children. They own our children. Right. Yeah, Hillary Clinton said that too. You remember? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if if we look in, if we look really look into the reasons for the for the um, the the uh, Vital Records Act on a federal level, you'll know why I say that, right? They they, you know, they manipulated the system, you know, using the Buck Act and the Vital Records Act to um, basically say your children aren't yours, but they are to you on loan for for you to raise them to be good citizens, right? Now they have taken it a step further, right? I mean, we've even had school. We had a school board member here in Sarasota, Florida, saying, "Well, those children are not yours; they're ours. They're mm-hmm. our children." I was like, "Whoa, hold on, what?" Oh. 
No. What? 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 And then it clicked when she said that it clicked with all the historical context behind it, right? This is why they have agencies like CPS that has literal arrest authority, a civilian agency having arrest authority, confiscation, civil asset forfeiture authority to take your children at one complaint if they want to. Hmm? CPS. CPS this, made a lot of money doing that in their false complaints sometime. Um, we had that scandal going on here in Riverside County where one little complainer says. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Suspect CPS was taking kids and put them in foster care because that's a big business right there. But we'll go oh, ahead. Look, at what, look at what they're doing with the children coming across the border while we're talking about that, right? Uh, I mean, right, because here's the thing, right, and and, and here's my summation, right, this gender affirming nonsense, this gender ideology they're pushing, right, is part of the bigger, part of the bigger scheme of human trafficking, child trafficking, Mm -hmm. that's part of the bigger scheme, right, because if they pass a law that says if if you don't, if you do not confirm your, your child's gender, whatever right whatever they want to identify us we're going to take your kid that's no different than calling a a complainant on your neighbor saying they're abusing their child and they come and snatch that child from you it's the same thing but now they are making it legal there's no call there's like oh my parents won't won't let me be a be a girl well we're you wait right here you yep. wait right here, right now. This goes yep. back. I talked about this a few weeks back in early September about the executive order, right? Here's where all this comes into play, too, right? Y'all, y'all remember those of you that were listening back in early September, where they had that uh, um, the the new the new rule, right, posted on the Federal Register about schools if schools do not teach anything teach anything about gender or gender identity or gender affirming stuff, they will not get Title IX funding. And in that in that rule, it specifically says, right, that if if uh, uh, um, if they fear a parent or you know, or what have you, right, and I'm ad libbing it, right, I have to go back into the federal register and pull it up. But it says that they will assign a representative for the child. That representative is going to be a person from CPS. It's not going to be a guardian ad litem. It's going to be a representative. That representative is going to be CPS. See what they did? So now they had all of this, right? To be able to to traffic these kids around. 
here's the other piece of that. They right? make money. Yeah, here's the other piece of that, Ms. Asha, and everybody should get pissed about this. I read this just uh, yesterday, yesterday night, right? All of the children that come across the border that that are that 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 are um, that that are un, uh, unaccompanied minors that come across the border, you know, they 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 are they are classifying them as level two or level fours. Really? Yes. What? They're classifying them as level twos or level two, level fours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, here's the thing people need to dig into the, these local government agencies like CPS, the foster care system. You got to, and these social workers, you got to really ask are they, how much money are they profiting off? Because there's a lot of money in, in foster care. I'm not saying foster care is all bad. I know some people who I grew, grew up with and people who I met, they said, you know, they had some real genuine, wonderful foster care parents and they made them great uh, men and women who, who they are today. But then you have a system that needs to keep these kids and kids to stay employed. Right. Right. Here, here's the to thing. To stay right. employed because if we have the adoptions, guess what? That is less money the need for the CPS foster care system and social workers. Um, if you, if the more children you bring over, it's what is that movie called? I'll, I'll think of it um, about about um, about having all these kids. Um, I, I'll think of it later. It's an old movie, and it, it, it's like they're they're using all of these children. Um, is like you said, coming across the border so they can make money off of them. Yep, because here's the thing, right? And because there's a lot it. of money, big business in this. Mm-hmm. So, so level four, so the people that, that don't really understand the levels in the CPS system, right? There's four levels. The fourth one is very rarely talked about, but that's your like extreme, like, you know what I'm saying? Like extreme abuse, um, you know, uh, absent or, or incapacitated parent or caregiver, right? That like those extremes, right? A child that's been abandoned because a parent has died. That's like a level four, right? Level two, right? Where we're, we're talking like when we're talking in the, in the name of sex trafficking, see, see, here's where they get you. Check this out. Here's where they get you. Lack of adequate supervision, sexual abuse, Passive sexual abuse and unspecified sexual abuse on the on the neglect side of that spectrum, abandonment, dependency, exploitation and medical neglect. Tell me that does not apply to the children coming across the border. So it's the interpretation with the vocabulary for the stimulation to justify it. <laughs> so this it, 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 exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, so they come across the border, right? So which goes back, this goes back to the, to, to, to the, we know the cartels are trafficking children and they're sending them with people that aren't their parents. And here, here's what's ironic. These people got mad at Donald Trump when he was like, no, we need to make sure these people, these, these people come across with these kids are tested. You're separating parent, families from, from children. Oh, hold on. Full stop. Stop. Full stop. Because if that person that's with that child, right, more than likely by default is going to be a level two, just based just based off of, right, even even if we go back 
and we take the 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 lower level of we take the physical level two physical abuse right right we're talking bruises cuts welt scratches right uh, uh face injuries like physical injuries right tying in confinement right these children are already coming across in that anyway in that type of right. bondage right, right. in that yeah. right Right. So sexually molested, sodomized. Yep. So when these people say you're separating parents, you don't know if the person's their parents. And this is the argument we this is the argument that's that we always try to make. These people are not always the parents. They're not always a family member. They're just there to collect. This is what they were trying to do. I, Mm -hmm. I remember I think it did happen during the Trump administration. I know we were calling it out on the Obama administration where taking that map that mandatory DNA test. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's what they need to do, take a mandatory DNA test. But then they come to say, Oh, well, I'm the aunt, I'm the uncle. No, you still have blood that matches. Right. Yep. Blood will match. That's the blood exactly will match. It doesn't even if you know if I took a blood test with my aunt, we will match. Yep. Or my uncle or that's cousin. Exactly. That's and, exactly and, right. And, and so they're using language to. Ju- that's why I said these bro these these programs are very broken. Very broken. It, it's a money marketing scheme, it, you know. And, and I'll even take you know kind of go further back. Um, when it comes to um, CPS and child welfare, I, I remember it was like in the 80s or 90s, they were doing that to a lot of um, black women too, saying, oh, you can't take care of all your kids. We got to start taking your kids. I mean, if you even go back to Malcolm X's story, he right. talked about how the CPS or social worker came and split up, um, split up his siblings and they put his mom into a mental hospital. Right. That's right. I mean, this has been going on for a very long time. I mean, I'm not just saying that. um, I I just remember um, learning about that a while back. And then my grandma said, yeah, that that was happening when she was growing up because her mother, my great grandmother, she had nine children. She said they were really trying to take us away, too. Right. You know, they were going to the poor minority communities and and separate children, especially if you're poor or what, you know, a different type of um, whether you're a minority or not or just poor. They're like, oh, yeah, too many kids. You can't care for them. They, they don't have this adequate this and that. And, you know, my great grandparents say fault. My great grandfather said, no, I was just at work for a week because he worked for the railroad railroad down south. And right. they they they've been doing this for years. You ever remember? You remember the movie Changeling with Angelina Jolie? Yep, I remember that one hundred percent. Based on true story and events, you know, she had her kid taken away, and come to find out, he was murdered. Yep. And locked her up in a mental hospital too. So this is a, not a new issue, but now we see it more because of social media, and now you're. You're um, taking a lot of um, these children away that are coming from different countries and you're making a profit off of them. That's exactly correct. The government, you know, you we talk about human trafficking. Well, shit, that's what you're doing. Yeah, that, that, and it, it's all it, it's all encompassing. Right. And it, go, it it's still going back. Right. Because they can they can traffic. The illegal aliens coming in by default, right? But right. they got to they got to figure figure out a way to get 
the the uh, the United States born children into that same system because we they know you know quote unquote right the people that are going to comply right they know they can't pry their children out of their hands and they know damn well for sure they ain't gonna pry them out of the hands of the people that won't comply so they have to figure out a way to be able to get these high value children in their eyes right away from their parents so they can move them about the world this is not about the country this is about the world they moving they're moving these children in and out and out the world right because let's really let's really sit back and really think about this a minute right Let, let's really let's do the math on this right we have two million people crossing the border right so far we've had two million since this guy's tenure that's what ca- that's that's counted yeah that yeah that's low ball that's a very that that's an ultra conservative number right that's very, that's counted now how many of these people are actually children and we're talking children people that are that are let's say under the age of 21 because you're still a child until you're 21 right how many of these people are under 21 but see, here's the thing. I'll even take it a step further. You do have people who can pass for children. Yes, 100%. They could be 25 mm-hmm. and say, oh, I'm 17. Yep. And get thrown or into the I'm system. Or I'm 16. Mm-hmm. Because there's no documents of birth certificate or ID or anything because they can say, oh, I'm a child or I'm a minor. And they could be, a, they could, because you do, I, I have met people like that. People say, wow, you look young too. I'm like, ooh, thank you. But <laughs> I'm in my mid forties, but I'm like, ooh, how old do you think I look? 25. I said, I'll take it. But right. I have met people who I think that are teenagers or young adults. And they're like, no, we're in our thirties or we're, you know, we, we we just look younger for our age. And they can lie about their age and pass to be younger just to get through the system. Here's the other thing, Miss Aja. Here's the other thing that's also disturbing that, that keeps me up sometimes, right? All these children, all these unaccompanied minors, right? Mm-hmm. And they talked about, you notice how they have not talked about family reunification, right? Right. Right. They haven't they haven't right. said it inkling about that during this during this guy's tenure. Right. And we know it was a big topic during Trump's presidency. Oh, he did. Re- he's not reuniting people. Um, hello. Um, current occupant of the White House. Um, Neither did Obama. I, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, there two million people come across the border. I guarantee you at least 20 percent of them are unaccompanied minors. At least 20 percent. Right. And, 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 and I'm being moderate when I say that. Right. Twenty percent could be very upwards of 30 percent. Right. Because of the way the cartels work and operate. Right. Now. These children are not actually in the CPS system. No. Now, how do I know this? I have looked at different CPS statistics across the states the last couple months just to see if there's any change in numbers. The numbers are barely changing, barely changing. Right. And when I mean barely, maybe five or 10 here, five or 10 there, not an influx considering we've had two million people cross the border and we know there's unaccompanied minors. Let's just, let's just do the math. Let's just keep it real a second. Right. Where are all these children going? Right. And, and here, here's my theory. Here is my theory. And, and I'd be I'd be hard pressed to think different. But as these children are coming across the border 
as the current occupant of the White House is shipping these people on plane flights in the middle of the night. I wouldn't be shocked if this administration is shipping people overseas. I wouldn't be shocked. I think we need Shaka on the show soon. I would not be shocked if this guy was not shipping these children to other countries. Because, you know, in certain countries, you have a lot of market for child brides still. Northern Africa. Um, Afghanistan. Hello. Um, Oh. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because here's the thing, right? If if he's flying people in the cities undetected under the cover of night, it's very easy to put people on a plane and, and, and move them out across the ocean in the middle of the night the same way. Don't play with me because these people are not citizens. These people are not citizens. They have no standing and, in and the United and States. And they're being shipped off. How about this? Okay. Hmm. So... Their their country is shipping them here for that, and then we we're the um, I'll the, say the hub, so we can the ship conduit. them somewhere else. The conduit, exactly. yep. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying, like I it tell seems people, to have some profit going on here. I'm just saying we, we have to think about this very logically. We can't we can't just breeze past this, right? No. All these people crossing the border. But yet we do not see a huge change in minors in the CPS system. Because they're not putting them in the system. But they're classifying them as twos and fours. But you're not put you're classifying them as twos and fours to get the money mm-hmm. so you can get paid, everybody else can get paid, and wait a couple of months undetected once you get the first, second, third, or fourth check. While they're sitting up in the house, okay, let's ship them somewhere else. Yeah. Maybe to different states so they can get the money to, to a different country so we can finally sell them off. Ooh. Oh, and, 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 and they do it under the guise of we're trying to find the we're trying to find a family member in the country. They hold on a minute. First, no of, oh, first of all, hold on. First of all. <laughs> There ain't no family member here. <laughs> That's one. Number two, how do you find a family member in the in the midst of 330 million actual United States citizens? How do you find people that are already illegal, right, that are undocumented? How do you find these people to reunify children with if they and came here living, illegally? And, and, and they're living underneath the radar. They don't have any hmm. Number, they don't have no social security number. They don't, hmm. you know. And this is a question I have too. How much did you pay their parents in their home country to sell off their kid? Mm. U.S. government, world government. Hmm. How hmm. much did you pay their parents? Hmm. No, how much they paid them off? You need to ask the governments we gave the money to. I mean, I mean, I'm at the point right now, especially looking at it and people, y'all can call me conspiracy all y'all want to at this point. I don't care. But here, here, here's the flame that, that, that I'm going to spit out here real quick. Right. We know Ukraine is huge for human trafficking. Huge. Um, for Ukraine, human trafficking. Serbia, uh, hmm. 
uh, uh, Romania, yeah. huh? All of them. They're big on human for trafficking. Human trafficking. So now let's put this in complete context. We only we only drop massive amounts of monies in countries we have done dirt in. It's money laundering. Afghanistan. Yeah. Hello, Iraq. Hello. Yeah. hello. Saudi. Saudi. Hello. <laughs> huh? I wouldn't doubt for a minute this money is for payoff. Hush money. Hmm. For what's going on? Hush huh? money. They put Zelensky in place because he would keep his mouth shut, right? Hush money. Let's go back. The guy before him, Poroshenko. I talked about him last night. We're talking about the color revolutions with Poroshenko, right? Right? Remember that statement? Son of a bitch. The prosecutor was married. Burisma, right? Let's. Who I did a whole Jesus. article oh, on crowd striking Burisma. Oh, 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 hold on a minute. Now, come on. Y'all, y'all, y'all stay on this I ride. I did on it. I'll dig it up. I will dig y'all, it up. Y'all, 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 y'all stay on this ride with me a minute, right? Uh, I, I, I am a, of the, the belief that Burisma was also a cover-up. It wasn't about natural gas, right? It wasn't about natural. It was about child trafficking. Let's keep that shit 1,000. I know it sounds kind of out there, but really think about it. The, the, one of the, 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 the sons of bitches that was on that Burisma was Hunter Biden, and we seen him in the pictures with underage Chinese women smoking crack with people. Let's but let's just, let's don't I, breathe I, past I, that. I had, I had to go to my Ukraine op-ed draft. I had to dig it up, and I will send it to you. You look it over, and you can share with your listeners. Okay, I might have to dig this back up. It, it goes back to what I wrote. It was in 2018 because my opponent, Mark DeConnell, sent his highest-ranking staff member. On this trip that was funded by CrowdStrike along with Adam Schiff's team. Yes. I remember that. With Adam Schiff's team. Mm -hmm. It was William Taylor. Hold on. I'm going back to my article because I I, I tell you, I I got a lot going on my head. Um, It was Congresswoman Katie Porter's staff. um, Adam Taylor. Uh, Mark DeConnell's chief of staff, who his chief of staff at the time used to work with Anthony Weiner. Okay, um, yeah, his chief of staff used to work with Anthony Weiner. So put two and two together with there, and then they all met with Portashenko. Mm-hmm. And this was in 2019. Yep, I got the date here, August 2019. To yep. meet. With the ex-Ukrainian president, Portashenko. And it was paid by CrowdStrike. Yep. Don't play with me. This ain't conspiracy, folks. No, I got all the evidence. I was trying trying to tell people this, but they didn't want to listen to me. And and that's why people say, why do you keep running? I'm like, because it's right here. It's right here. Is happening in my district, Riverside County, District 39. Hmm. It's happening with L.A., with Adam Schiff. That's why I said when you see us running, you know, people like myself that run in these hardcore Democrat districts, it's more than, oh, they're, they're bad Democrat. No, because they're all connected to this. They're all connected. Why would my opponent, Mark DeConnell, 
Um, he tries to play low key, send his chief of staff to the Ukraine to meet with Portashenko. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You want to know something? I'll tell all your viewers. My district where I served has the largest um, mil- reserve military base on the West Coast, March Air Force Base. Right, right. We're yep. the largest runway on the West Coast. Right. So if you don't tell me there's something going on here, well, and he sits on the Veterans Affairs Committee. He's the chairman again. Mm. And you have Adam Schiff, who's on the Intelligence Committee. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Okay. So, let, let's, so, so let's start looking at these, these chess players. When I start talking about foreign policy with Schiff, Takano, Katie Porter, and all these other people going to the Ukraine. What? Okay, I'm like, what business does District 39 in California got in Ukraine? And I said, oh, snap. March Air Force were base, L.A. Air Station, uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. I tell people the corruption is here in California with these Democrat uh, representatives mainly. Karen Bass, Adam Schiff, Maxine Waters, Mark Takano, Waru Ruiz. You got we got House Speaker here, Nancy Pelosi, not too far from um, the tech industry up there, uh, Silicon Valley. You got to start wondering and maybe start listening. And when a lot of us run in these deep blue, there's more to it in these deep blue than um, bad taxes. We got national security risk here, too. But I digress. I digress. I have to I have to do the same. But I know that's a lot of information for a lot of people. But it's a, it's a whole it's nother show. It, it really is when you start talking about national security. It's it's like a like well, it's, it's a convention almost, and how these people are all connected. Yeah. Yeah. It really is because it's to a point where you you try to say you try to sell this or, or toward a storyline of this when it comes to national security and these people sitting on these committees. I mean, what was his name that that had the Chinese spy? Girlfriend Chinese spy. What's oh, you're talking Eric Swalwell. Yeah, Eric Swalwell. Fang, 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 fang. Fang, his thing, thing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole nother. That's like a night show. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Swalwell after, after dark. After dark. <laughs> That's an aftermarket show right there, but right. I'm just saying, I know people like, man, we a hot mess. But you you know, it, it's you 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 point these things out, but then when you're trying to talk talk to people about the intelligence part on the federal level, um, the connections, why are we sending money over to the Ukraine? And then I have my own opponent is sending his chief of staff along with Adam Schiff's people. I'm like, wait a minute. Then it dawned to me, we have a military installation here. Mm -hmm. And he has access to all the information 
that goes on at the military installation because he is a congressman. Yep. He has access to all the flights, all the intel, any given point in time. And, 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 and he could go to the base commander. Oh, I'm just trying to see when's the next flight for this and that and, 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 and some intelligence reports so I can fight for some more money. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. For the base. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. No. Are you selling military secrets to the Ukraine? Are you selling military mm. secrets to China? Are you selling military information and all of this? All of a sudden, you're just going to the Ukraine for what? And this was 2019. Yeah. Yeah. This was 20. Why are you going there? This is 2019. And then all of a sudden, we're selling billions of dollars to Ukraine every week during this administration. Mm-hmm. So Adam Schiff, Mark Takano, and Katie Porter sent their people over there, funded by CrowdStrike, in 2019. And all of a sudden, we're seeing billions and billions of dollars to the Ukrainian government and to their military. Yeah, something like that. I'm about to have one of those charts with all the strings and stuff, with their pictures and... We're, we're not ten. I'm not a tinfoil hat person, people. I'm just pointing out months and weeks of research that I've been trying to tell the not only the constituents here, but hopefully everything that I have gets published a little bit deeper and maybe getting some good people on these house committees to start digging into people like Takano's role and Adam Schiff's role, and Katie Porter's role. That's why I said, don't disregard what goes on in California politics. Yes, we have a lot of issues, but when it comes to national security issues, and you have these three players involved, and during um, the in 2019, they're going over to Ukraine to talk about what, and all of a sudden we're seeing billions of dollars? Mm. You you got to start saying okay maybe this girl is onto something she sound kind of crazy but I'm trust me I'm not crazy I'm I'm saying I have a diet seven up here next to me so I'm I'm pretty normal eating pretzels but you got to start listening to some of this national security in these hearings like the hearing for January six six you got freaking Liz Cheney up there but I'm like Liz let's start talking about Mark Takano let's put Adam Schiff up let's put Katie Porter up Liz. 
if you want to do right by America, but I forgot you're a neocon. You don't care. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, oh, did I hit a nerve? <laughs> Come on now. I forgot you're a neocon. <laughs> That's why she mad. She big mad, right? She, she mad she, because we done messed up the neocons moolah, but guess what? Now she is building with the other neocons. Mm-hmm. I'm getting more emails from her talking about she's reaching out to the Democrats. She's pumping them up. Yeah, Trump is bad. Mean tweets. Cheeto man is bad. It's like, wait a minute. But I got an opponent that I've been fighting and exposing for the longest time about why would he send his chief of staff to the Ukraine in 2019? Mm. And a friend of mine who worked at, um, I think it was California Globe, she did have it published too in another publication, published it too. And so they were like, you were onto something, kid. You, you were really onto something. But it goes into dead ears because we're so focused on the checkers game rather than chess. The backroom deals, who is meeting with who, the, the, the what's popular on Fox News or CNN or, or, or who did a hashtag, what, alg- what algorithm is going to make me um, hyped up. Right. Instead of asking who and where are these people going and sending their chief of staffs or themselves or some representatives so then we can understand what bigger picture do they have us right now? Just like you brought up the the uh, the children coming across the border. How much money did the government get? How much money did we pay that government for more kids and shipping them out for the biggest um um, human trafficking bust hopefully soon in road history yeah but we're so worried about mermaids and flutes <laughs> or what's your pronoun child mermaids flutes and pronouns I, it, I gotta keep it real with y'all I, I gotta keep it real I said I cannot entertain this because I'm not now I'm going to be digging more back into this. That's you what gotta I do. Start, you got to start seeing think. who's on these committees. Mm-hmm. You got to start seeing who's on these committees. Yep. Yeah, January 6th. Okay, I get it. But let's go back to Adam Schiff, Mark Takano, Katie Porter. Uh, I'm going to put Liz in there. Um, and, and all these people in these committees. You can see... And if you ever have a, if they have open agendas and see what they're talking about, but you can even request their records and where they're traveling to and who are they sending where overseas. But but here's the thing, right? And and I want to, I wanted to hit this while you're in the middle of that, but let's put this in perspective, right? Remember when y'all remember when I just said a few minutes ago that, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this administration is sending people out of the country. Well, what? Better I believe cover, that. Right? What better cover would you have than a C-130? Don't get me started. What better cover would you have other than a C-130? I mean, I mean, and, and people will try to discredit what I just said. But remember, we just bought a bunch of motherfuckers from Afghanistan on a C-130. Don't play huh. with me. 
Huh? Don't play with me. It that would be the best cover. Fly, and, and you know I'll be. I, I, you know what? Now you got me to think of something. I might have to do this evening or later on today. This or tomorrow, early tomorrow morning when I'm not sleeping. Right? Look at the relationship. Right? Of these flights to military bases, like where they're sending them out in the middle of the night, where we've heard. How close is the nearest military base? Because you're what? doing it under the cover of darkness, right? Mm-hmm. So it'd be nothing for them to boop, drop them off. Oh, they just dropped them off here. Mm. So they dropped them off. Another, so they, we're doing another Vietnam War um, trafficking drugs. Hmm. But th- right, but it's people this time, right? It's and, people and, this time. And, First and, it was opioids. It was drugs. Right. That 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 that's that's exactly correct. I mean. I'm sitting here thinking about this as you're saying that, right? Um, but my question is, who's going to be the whistleblower pilot? Was the pilot doesn't know on purpose? But who's going to finally crack and say, you know what? I can't do this. Here's the flights. Here's the manifest. You got to have a because, manifest. Because here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Let's keep this. And I'm, I'm thinking right now, I'm thinking about. Um, Chattanooga. Remember that whole big thing? They said, "Oh no, they 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 sent all these people to uh, they flew all these people in in in, in the Chattanooga, right? They flew all these people to Chattanooga, right? Mm-hmm. What air- now? The nearest Air Force base to Chattanooga is Tullahoma. That's Arnold Arnold Air Force Base in Tullahoma. It's literally a hop. It's not even a skip. It's just a hop from Chattanooga to Tullahoma." Up Mon Eagle, up Mon Eagle Mountain. Bust them up there. Bloop. Zoom. Now here's my question: Are we are we sending them to Canada, and then Canada takes them from there to undetect? They could. That they could, right? What what's what's one of the other cities that they that uh, people were saying that they were flying people into in the middle of the night? Oh, it was in it was in Texas, wasn't it? No, they're flying them out of Texas, but they they were flying them outside of Texas in the middle of the night, right? And, and, and this is our, this is this is just what I want people to think about, right? They're flying these people under the cover of darkness, you know what I mean? And we never heard from any public services, any public utilities, or any charities in these cities. No, nope. right? That said, oh, we're taking on all these migrants. We're taking on all these migrants, right? You're not hearing those stories. Like you hear the stories in New York. I posted a video on, on, on TikTok. You know about you know they're, they're shipping the homeless out to the suburbs and then putting up tents for the newly brought in immigrants. But we know that's about money too, right? It's that's still all about money. Federal uh, funding, and state funding. Mm, that's what that. They're, they're still trafficking. That's still trafficking. That's still RICO, right? That's still a RICO violation. Just keep that shit real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shit real. But no. here's the thing. Then, then I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just put on a different hat and a different um, perspective here. <sighs> what Abbott did and DeSantis did did that make it any better by shipping them, knowing that these places will probably ship them out instead of just detaining 
and figuring it out. Actually, actually, honestly, I, I'm just asking the question because I, I have very mixed feelings with that. Okay, I, I have one straight answer. Okay, it threw a monkey wrench into their plan. It threw a monkey wrench into what they were doing. And you saw how quickly they got the National Guard off to to get them off. Right now, with that being said, right, my friend love love TikTok always is in the chat. She has a video of an immigration plane flying in and then the National Guards showed up. What? Hmm. Think about that a minute now. Now, now, that, that goes back to the other statement I said, right? I I am under the belief that these people are flying uh, uh, unacc- unaccompanied minors on C-130s out of the country. Because you, you shift them to D.C. and then you have Ronald Reagan Airport. You have Dulles. Uh, now, yes. And then you also have a couple of military where you can fly them out there, too ship them out of the country as yeah, well you get oh yeah you got um in the military district of washington you have geez the military district of washington you have what three three to four three to four air bases air, air force bases in that area out of bwi you can fly them out there yeah i'm just saying it, it's just that's why i'm asking i'm like because i i have very mixed feelings on that I, I mean, I, I mean, hell, if you want to be extra I mean, covert, fly him out of Langley. Fly him out of Langley, you want to be saying. covert. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I mean, you have Langley, you have um, Dover. Andrews. Andrews. Yeah. So where did those people go that were bust or flown out to D.C.? Did they hop on the plane to Andrews or mm. Dover? Mm. See, see, it, 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 so I guess I, I, I guess my my um my theory is not really far fetched, considering the 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 what this country has done as a whole, right? And we're we're, we're talking about across multiple administrations, right? Right. And, and we're not blaming the presidents per se. In, in some instances, I'm not. I don't want to lay blame. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com or take blame away, right? But there's people that are underhandedly doing these things and influencing the policies on these things, right? This is why Congress will not act on immigration. No, this is exactly it's a why. Yes. It is human trafficking on a massive scale. It's a it's 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 a money maker for the federal government and all these programs. Hmm. No lie, no lie, no lie. Thing <laughs> and and this is where people. I understand we have a lot of issues going on. A lot of issues going on. 
But at the same time, I, I'm like, you got to kind of step back and look at what's the bigger picture as well. You have the World Economic Forum going on. You have uh, the, uh, the UN. You have all these people. Uh, and then you have where we're trying to implement the Chinese credit code. I, 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 I'm just like, where does it end? It ends when we end it. But too many people, again, right? And this, we got to wrap up here in a second, right? Um, but that goes into, you know, us not being complacent with the system, the current system, right? We we, we have to, you know, give, give two shits about what people will think of you because of the current state of affairs, right? I mean, they tried to quell us down by calling most of us extremists. Oh, if you're anti-government, you're an extremist. And people are like, yeah, yeah, they're extremists. It's like, bitch, you want the progressive boot on your neck for the rest of your life or what? Is, is, is huh? Is that what you want? You, you like, you, you like the taste of boot leather? Need some seasoned salt? Need some Lowry's? Huh? You need some, you need some Tony Cashieres? That Cajun on that boot leather? Huh? I, 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 I don't get it, right? Call me an extremist. Call I mean I, I'm I, I'm I'm past limited government. I've never been limited government. I have been literally zero to no government or or minarchy. Period. I'm past limited government because we'll never get there. So guess what? People want to go go to extremes. I am extreme in that case. We need to strip the whole motherfucker down. I mean, I'm talking strip it down, butt ass naked like a five dollar hole on Friday. Okay, we we'll strip it all the way down and put some new clothes on her. You know what I'm talking about? Like that's thought, what we need. Well, this FYI, FYI, everybody, I am not trying to strip. <laughs> but you ain't worth five dollars, baby. All right. Priceless with the two snaps. Mm-hmm, right. <laughs> How <Holla. Two> <laughs> Um But seriously, that's where we need to be. Right, we, there, there's no way of reining this government back in. We need to strip it all the way down to the bottom to where it was where it was intended to be. Period. That's it. Well, that's going back probably another show to talk about the Federalists and the Anti-Federalist Papers. Going yep. back to um, how everything was formed, especially with the argument with that. I mean, the federal government has grown on both sides of the aisle too far. Yeah. The, the federal government has grown so big where everybody just focuses on federal, federal, federal. Yes, I am kind of hypocritical and contradicting myself, but I am there to fight to decrease. I mean, one of the passions I have is to get rid of the 16th Amendment and repeal the 17th. You know, right, right. And, and, and to really... Hopefully my little voice, if I ever get up there, is in God's hands to really start saying, okay, we need to start looking at how we came here um, and, and, and to start looking at the 16th and 17th. I mean, right now, because all this, I, I, I'll bring it up. I, I'm not going to say my opinion between um, Warnock or Walt um, Herschel, but that right there should be justification. Maybe we just need to get rid of the 17th Amendment. I agree 100%. Don't play with me. I, I, I mean, and, I am and, down, and down with Oz that. And Fetterman. Those, those two races right there is justification. Say, you know what? 
this ain't working. Mm-hmm. We need to go back and take away the 17th. Yeah. We be, Because to me, they're both a clown show. Mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't have an opinion. I have my observations. I have my own thing about it. Both races are a clown show. Yeah, yeah, especially, and I'll be honest, especially with the Herschel Walker, the Herschel Walker oh, Warnock, that they they have literally it, turned that into a clown show. It's a circus. It's, it's beyond repairable. Yeah. And 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 I'll, I'll just say, you know, I had my issues with his son a while back, Christian. But now I'm like, man, if I see little homie in the street, I'm just going to give him a hug. <laughs> right. You know, but it, it's it's turning to a clown show. And then you have Fetterman who's running. The guy has so many health issues. And then nobody's talking about how he was chasing the black man with the gun. Hello. Oh, oh, he, he, oh, 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 God. Oh, oh, boo-boo. Oh, my God. I had somebody, we got two minutes left, right? Okay. I had somebody say they defended Fetterman. I said, wait, so you defended him. He profiled a black man jogging through his neighborhood, right? Right? Jogging through his neighborhood thinking he did something. That sounds like Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin bullshit to me. Come on. That's what, even though even though Trayvon did what he did and all that stuff, right? But this is the profiling that we need to be talking about. This guy pulled out uh what was it, a 20 gauge shotgun on this kid? And kid was jogging down the street and never apologized for jacking that kid up. No, what it was is that black kid was jogging through a white a white neighborhood. Let's keep that shit real. He was jogging through a white right jogging through a white neighborhood and he looked out of place. So he stopped him because he thought he was running away from a crime. Don't play with me. The same thing happened with Armored Arbery. Same shit. Same shit, but do you want to defend this guy? But you but you probably got a Black Lives Matter um flag up in your house still. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Don't do that. <laughs> you probably got a BLM flag with your um with your pumpkin spice latte uh, uh, I'm just saying uh, Miss Aja thank you I, I, I no. thank you for coming through like kung fu I, I always enjoy it because I said I could let my hair down I could say <laughs> what I want I'm not censored but, I, I, this, but this is what I want to leave everybody really quick and I'm going to pick on my own party because I am an equal opportunist. What you just saw in L.A. City Council, the L.A. GOP and the California GOP really needs to rethink and redo and think about how they're going to do outreach in the second largest city in the country. And that is Los Angeles. It's four million people. You left a lot of low-hanging fruit out there. You need to uh, maybe take down the DNR and start backing and maybe supporting the other guy Caruso, even though he is a Democrat, but he is a former Republican. He has a great policy. He's trying to help. You got to really plead the case of why this race is very crucial for loss, um, for Angelinos, um, Karen Bass. She's just another, um, puppet. And this is where Angelinos are going to have to make that hard decision come November 
on who are they going to side with. Um, she she brought down the former, I mean, well, the current former president, the current president, um, Joe Biden. Um, that that's just a, that's just a dangle and symbolism. But she's never truly apologized or said anything to really denounce of what those three council members said that who got caught. Like I said, they got caught. So this is an opportunity for the California GOP, the delegates, um, L, um, LA GOP, and other groups to really get out there and say, you know what, we got to put our um, DNR. Well, they're Democrat. No, you just saw how local government people are out there and they want true change. So this is a learning lesson for how we do outreach, how we get involved in the local politics more. And this is something that I will hopefully, because um, I'll still be a delegate for the party, and really take to the state party and how we missed the boat here and how we can move forward to do better outreach and better policies and hear what people are talking about and making it better for the Angelinos in Los Angeles. That's it right there. Ms. Masasha, let them know how they can find you. Uh, on the social medias and, and, and your campaign site and all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me at Aja, A-J-A Smith, S-M-I-T-H, 4, Congress.com. I'm better on social media. My my page hasn't been updated because I, I said websites are cool, but I like talking. I like doing radio. I like expressing myself in videos and things like that. I'm on Twitter. If you're following um, Rod on Twitter, Man of Justice, just find me. I'm his on his star list. And so you can follow the things. You can also contact me. Want to learn more. Please reach out. I am open for everything. But I said you know. You, you got you to gotta get involved. Get involved where you're at. Don't run. Make a difference in your own community. Starting from the um, local level. And then we can make a lot of positive changes. So our republic will not be destroyed. And so we are a constitutional republic. All politics are local, Tip O'Neill, and that's pretty much. Have a wonderful and safe, blessed evening, everyone. Um, like I said, don't give up the fight because they're not giving up the con. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Y'all heard it. Y'all, y'all already know you can't fall for the fraud, right? Don't fall for the fraud in the name of complacency and security because that fraud is going to oh. keep defrauding you. So with that, hey, I love y'all 100%. Uh, again, I thank Ms. Asha for coming through as always. Great discussion. Hopefully y'all got a little bit of information, learned a little something, something even probably spoke, sparked some thought um, about yeah. what's going on with our current uh, uh, human trafficking situation here in the United States and what players and characters and, and, and all that stuff is all playing a role in it. So I know my brain is spinning. <laughs> I hear you. So until next time, y'all. Make sure y'all come through on Monday for uh, What the Hill. Until next time, life, love, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at manofjustice007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.